Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, everyone. Welcome back to After Buzz TV. We are here discussing The Flash Season 1, Episode 11, The Sound and the Fury. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And I'm sitting alongside my fabulous co-host, Tara Miller. Hey, hey. Ashley Daniels. Hi. And Jeffrey Masters. Hello. Guys, why don't you tell them where they can find you? Starting this way, going that way. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. You can find me at Ashley Daniels on Twitter and Miss Ashley Daniels on Instagram. And I tweet at JeffMasters1. And you can find us on YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV or on iTunes or on SoundCloud. So basically, if you're looking for us, you can absolutely find us. <laughs> uh, make sure when you are there, you leave a comment, you rate, and you subscribe. We read everything you guys have to say. You're the absolute best. We have a new hashtag. If you're on Twitter, you know you can find us at AfterBuzzTV, but you can also hashtag ABTVFlash. So, guys, now that I got that out of the way, let's get started on tonight's episode. What did everybody think? Um, I thought it was a really fun episode. Like, the the villain was really maniacal, which was really fun, but he was also kind of whimsical in, yeah. a, in a sense. It was so, different than what we've been seeing. Yeah. I agree. Ash, what do you think of tonight's episode? Awesome. I love every episode. <laughs> I love Flash. What a PC answer. <laughs> well, if you saw Roxy's Twitter just now, I was caught in the act. I was kissing Flash. I mean, oh, he's I, just I so cute. That was cute. so rude of me. I didn't even introduce little Flash again. Yeah, it's really mean. And you know what? He's telepathically letting me know that you make him very uncomfortable and he wants to sit on the couch next week. He was embarrassed about the makeout session you guys just had. And we didn't make out. We're, we're, we were kissing very, like, normal. Like, I would kiss anybody Where here. Where is this going? I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm really not sure. He actually was... <laughs> well, he was going over there for Jeffrey, but then Jeffrey was taking Jeffrey a phone was taking, call. He was busy. It was really important. Okay. But what did you think of the, uh, the episode? I was going to say of the master. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that was great. You know, we have, like, the big bad of the week, but we also have this, like, ongoing drama with Harrison. Some developments there. And so a lot of, like, intricate plot points, like, um, competing plot points that were just as important instead of like there's a villain we need to catch him let's work together it was like and also dealing with lots of things did that make sense no completely (laughs) I think that the Pied Piper is one of the most underrated villains in the DCU so I thought it was really cool to see him in this way and to know that there's the more than likely possibility that he'll be coming back oh yeah he's definitely back for more oh yeah yeah either two or three episodes I can't remember what I read Uh, I think that 
Well, I don't know. A lot of these characters, what I'm liking that they're doing is they're not killing that many people off. So instead of us being like, all right, we're done for the week. We're moving on. Next person, please. It's like, ooh, we're stuck in a pipeline. Yeah. We've talked about the possibility of them building some sort of army or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're not dying. They're... They're just trapped. It kind of reminds yeah. me of like those like, great high school dramas where like you sit next to Amanda in math class and y'all fight and bicker and it's like really dramatic. And then is it because she... you're making fun of her because you're saying Amanda? Uh, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we used to do that. But to so Amanda. you have the dramatic scene and then you go to your next class and the episode ends, but you have to keep seeing Amanda because you go to the same school. Like all these people are in the same like vicinity always. Like right. no one's dying. Right. Do we remember who's in the pipeline at this point? Isn't Miss still in there? Uh, the Miss is still in there. Everyone else who has gone to the pipeline has, is dead. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Everyone else? What about yeah. the, well, oh, I guess the timekeeper was never in there. No, and Plastique no. was never in there either because Plastique was brought out into the water and we assume that she might have been dead, oh, but we don't yeah. know. Right. We just so, saw like, her glowing corpse. Right, yeah. right. So... Oh, and you know what? We saw when the particle accelerator exploded, the grod. Yeah, girl to girl. And I guess they yes. did say we're going to see Grodd this season. Right. Yes. Well, I, so we can put him in there. We can reserve a spot. I don't feel like he'd do too well in there. <laughs> I especially not with Pied Piper and Mist. What happens when you mist uh, you mix Sonic Sound with Mist? Anything bad? I mean, Sonic Mist. My my electronics don't do very well it's in the water. A, yeah, I don't think that would work too well. <laughs> <sighs> Might be a pretty sweet show though. It's true. Yeah, you know? I hear a spinoff coming. I've been to the Bellagio <laughs> and they have that water show. Uh, this is going to be music. a new Vegas show. It could be. Oh, yeah, that is very true. Listen, there's always awesome room for something Central in Vegas. City, Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get, let's get into specifics of what happens with Pied Piper tonight. So again, we've got our Scooby Gang. If this is your first time tuning into our show, the Scooby Gang, of course, consists of the Star Labs crew. Uh, so we've got Cisco, and we've got Wells, and we've got Caitlin, and it seems like there was a another member of this Scooby gang back in the day, and that was Hartley, uh, which was really, really interesting to watch this through flashbacks. You know, sometimes I feel like flashbacks are overused, and it's just a way of trying to tell stories, like, to fill in plot points, Mm -hmm. but I didn't feel that way in tonight's episode. I felt like it was really a a great uh, vehicle to getting us where we needed to go. Mm -hmm. Did you guys like the flashbacks? Did it help you understand Hartley's character more? Yes. Absolutely. I love a good flashback, and I especially love it when, like, a flashback involves, like, central characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which it did. Yeah. Which made us realize that Cisco has a completely different side to him that we have haven't seen yet. This, uh, would you guys even call it jealous or? Um, no, I, w- I wouldn't say it's jealous, but I just think sometimes. You- there's my phone. <laughs> I- down. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, he did feel a little bit like he wanted a little more attention or he was a little more neat. It wasn't needy, but it wasn't jealous. Definitely wasn't jealous. I don't know the right word for it's it, but competitive. It- competitive, yeah, yeah. But it was like a good one. It like dr- it was like a driving one. Sometimes it can be good. Yeah. I feel like. I, I do feel what you're saying, but I just thought that it was kind of an ugly color on him for this episode a little bit. Like, I don't want to see Cisco comparing himself all of the time to somebody that he feels like is so evil. Because when you're trying to one-up evil, you you kind of have to get down in the mud. Well, I felt mm-hmm. like it was more of him trying to prove that he belonged there. It wasn't necessarily him... Uh, being jealous or competing for competitiveness sake it was the moment he walked in Hartley was essentially like 
you don't belong. And so it's like going back to Jeff's uh, high school analogy. It's Amanda. like you walking into school and uh, a bully going, you don't belong here. And you've got to prove yourself that you are smart enough or cool enough to be at that school and or laboratory. But Wells did kind of tell him. He, he, I mean, in the end, he was like, you know, you're... You know your warmth, your humor. He like he made sure he knew that he's like he's so special and like that he is. But would you believe very- Wells with, with what he says? You know, after we hear the Pied Piper kind of out him that he used to say the same kind of things to him, I don't know if I would believe Wells. And he's so calculating. He knows he had to say something to get like Cisco definitely back on his side. Yeah, but do you think Cisco thinks like that? I mean, you think like know. that, but I don't think Cisco thinks like that. You think that Cisco hears a compliment and he just gets. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that he works really hard every day, and I think anytime anybody can like appreciate, like outright appreciate him, I feel like he would accept it and feel like, you know, like his work matters, and that he is, you know, he puts everything into everything he does. I feel like you you want to hear what you you hear what you want to hear, you know. That's true. You know, why would you want to block that mentally? I'm I'm scared that I'm gonna get yelled at by either you guys or somebody at home because I always go to this place and I know I shouldn't. No, did anybody else feel vibes a little bit between Caitlin and Pied Piper? No. I felt, <laughs> I felt like for a second, he was like, so you're, where's your boyfriend or whatever? Like you're talking about in high school. I felt like he's picking on her a little bit and they kind of had that banter. <laughs> I think everybody no, has. Who loves men. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. He, did, he did come out, but you know, maybe, maybe just well, as yeah, a friendship. Well, it's kind of like us, you know. Once in a while. Maybe just as a friendship. Maybe just as like a they connected on it. I don't know. I felt like she didn't hate him as much as Cisco did. I'm gonna say definitely not. But I'm not gonna yell <laughs> I felt at you. Fun. I felt fun. She I'm not gonna yell at you because love. this is CW, and they have to like you know pump that up. Some of you are catching on to something. Well, you know, I don't know. You, with these people, I'm just telling you, I felt like she would have bailed him out of jail at 3 a.m. And that's love. Because she's a that's generally a friendly, nice person. She's a good, yeah. friendly person. Right, right. Okay. So that means you, if you were a guy, you'd be one of those guys that every time a girl is just being friendly, you'd be like, well, oh she wants God. me. She wants <laughs> me. That's Roxy if Roxy was a guy. Because I know every time I'm like really nice, and he's like, I thought that you were I'm like, no, I was just being nice. Yeah, I thought you were flirting. No. Well, anyway. I mean, with you, I am. So, of course. It ends up being, that's the exact reason why his family kind of disowns him a little bit. And what do they say? Old money, old values. values. And he does come out out to his family. And uh, they don't want him to take over Rathway industry anymore. So, I'm wondering, and I'm looking at you, Tari, a little bit for this. Is that a DC... um, You know, Star Labs, everybody knows, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Rathway, is that something... That exists in comic books, or Athway Industries, and what are they? What exactly are they great for? Um, they're not, if I remember correctly, they're not one of the like major uh, laboratories because you know we have the the Mercury Labs and we have Star Labs. They're not in any way, shape, or form to that, to that level. level. I mean, it. I'm sure that they've been mentioned throughout, but there's never been like a whole scene where all the Justice League are gathering at Hathaway Industries. <laughs> if you guys at home uh, can recall times that you've heard Rathaway Industries, then please, on Twitter, hashtag ABTV flash. That goes for all the questions that we have tonight. Um, but anyway, so I just thought that that was interesting. I feel like that this show would go here in the storyline that he outed himself and they didn't accept him. And then we saw him like have a dad almost. And they were so close. 
with Wells. I mean, I, I felt like it was the relationship with Joe and Barry is what Wells yeah. had with Rathaway. Didn't you guys feel like there was a genuine connection there? Or did you think that Wells was kind of, um, like, BSing him the whole time? No, I think that's a great analogy. I think, yeah, I 100% agree. So I was kind of surprised when Wells, at the end uh, of the flashbacks, we see that, I guess, actually, they were aware that the particle accelerator was going to explode. Hartley tells him. And then he fires him and says, I'm going to ruin your career. Uh, Joe would never do something like that. No. Yeah, well, uh, there's a a hint of it throughout the episode as... uh, Hartley's talking where he is basically breaking down every time Wells manipulates or uses really manipulative language. So, like, you'd have to assume that he had been doing that from the very start. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was always, I was assuming that, uh, basically Wells knew that he could push the particle accelerator to where it needed to be. And then, uh, at that point, he can take him or leave him. He could take him. Yeah. But then, so he was just using him then. I really felt like there was a bond. No, I don't think that... I don't want to, like, devalue, like, their bond, because I think that's real. But I think that the difference between, like, Joe and Barry is that this person doesn't have, like, as strong of values. You know, he didn't care for him any less, but he doesn't, like, have that connection possibly to anybody. If he had kept that connection, do we think we would have seen Hartley Rathaway turn, not turn evil? As long as Joe, as long as Wells would have stayed supporting him, is, but if was that the sorry? But if he in that in analogy like had stayed with him, like they never would have turned the accelerator on. So so many things would have been yeah. Different. And also like to get to that position where he was, like you you have to be like ruthless, right? You know? That's true. You don't like this could have changed everything. Like I love the analogy that Barry Allen had in the first episode. Like this is what we know, and it's a dot, and this is what we could know. And it's a whole circle. Right. Like, how could you not risk losing, like, one person for the sake of, like, the whole circle? Right. I was a little surprised when Joe, uh, when Wells finally did come out and say what happened. The reactions that they had, I don't, I know it's a huge deal, especially to Caitlin. But to me, she's kind of underplayed it. When she finds out that he had part in this, you know, we have the Pied Piper. He says what happened. He says, I know his secret. We're thinking, what's the secret? What's the secret? Right. We find out what it is. He has so many secrets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so please. many of them. And we find out what it is. And Caitlin was like, next time, give me the heads up. And she did storm, well, for Caitlin, storm off. But if I knew that somebody knew, you know, it was a whole different game when he didn't know he was going to kill her fiance. But also, like, if Caitlin had that decision to make, you know, this something might go wrong and, like, people could get hurt, I kind of think that they would have picked, like, this bigger idea. Well, Cisco would have, but I don't know about Caitlin. Not knowing that it's her fiance it's going to die, but, like, just, like, something could go wrong, like, that general something. I think they all would have said, let's flick the switch and do it. Or maybe she's less upset now because her fiancé isn't dead. So she's yeah, maybe. thinking that he could come back and so he, she's not as angry with him in general. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just was weird that people's reactions, like, everybody was kind of upset. But even even Joe was like, oh, that was pretty brave of him to come forward. I thought he was going to get, like, tarred and feathered at the scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Piper says that the city already hates him. That's right, true. that's what I was just, just thinking. more of a confirmation. That's exactly. True. Yeah. And it's like, why do you, like, it's almost like don't even give him the credit of listening to him. Like, he could say anything and you're just like, okay, whatever, we're not listening to you. Because it just makes him feel more powerful. Or maybe it's just a way to say, like, well, we hate you so much, we're not even going to listen to even something very important that you're saying. Right. Just to not make you... I, I don't want you to feel good about yourself at all. Yeah. yeah. We're not going to show you the attention. Yeah. I get that. But Jeff, I'm with you, though. I think that's... I, I mean, I would have reacted 
if I were Caitlyn. Like blown up? Well, I, just, I would have had more of a reaction. I don't know how it would have been, more emotional or more angry, whatever it would have been, but it wouldn't have been more uh, the way all of them kind of reacted, which was a little more like just, okay. They were kind of bummed. Like they got a bad grade on a, on yeah, a test. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting that you just mentioned, though, Jeff, was about how he has so many secrets because we do see a little... I don't even know if I want to say we understand him a little more tonight because, if anything, it made me a little more confused. But we see a glimpse of something that he does that opens a million doors and is obviously a huge secret. When Pied Piper first shows up and the ceiling falls down mm-hmm. and we get a red streak. Mm-hmm. What? Like, his... The suit that he has is yellow. It's not what he's wearing, clearly, when he does. I mean, the red streak is the flash. Is he. What? What is yeah. this? Well, it's the. It's not necessarily what they're wearing, it's the kinetic energy that's. That's being uh, created as they're running. For example, Barry's lightning is always yellow no matter what he's wearing. Oh, okay. So it's like a. It's just basically them pushing past atoms and they're exciting them so it's creating kind of like a static force. But when we see but you said he was it's always yellow mm-hmm. but when we Barry's see him, but Barry's is red. He's the red streak. He is the red streak because of his costume being red when he was on the streets. Right. But his, belly, <laughs> his belly. Little Flash tells us so. Right. No but I'm, I'm saying when we what we see is a red streak but with Wells but what we saw in um, what happened the other episode was a yellow streak when everybody was saying that was him coming back in time. So you're saying that if if Wells, even if his streak was red, if he put on the yellow costume, yeah, like you would, you see the you see the the yellow blur, which is his body and his costume. The electricity is red. Uh, okay. So it's just, I don't know. I, I felt like this really surprised me. Nobody, you guys don't seem surprised by the fact that we he turned into the red streak tonight. I'm not not surprised. I'm just confused in general well, about like the coloration that we just talked about, honestly. He was saying that, that the suits, it doesn't matter what color suit you have on, your your color, your, the, the, um, the, the energy color is always yeah. going to be the same color, no matter if you're wearing hot pink or blue or whatever. I, I get it. I think it's just difficult because everyone's color is the, like the exact opposite. It's like red and, red yeah. and yellow. So it's like how do you track who's wearing red and like talking about yellow, but like thinking red, you know? Right. I, I don't know. I just felt like I we think of him as right now the reverse flash. He came out and said, I am yes, the reverse flash. Keep that in mind because they want you to know that. Even tonight, they said, you know, right. it's, it's they, they, they want you to know that this entire time as we're watching it. And he dropped so many Easter eggs about it, like about the future. Oh, with, with the photograph, you know, like, yeah. oh, maybe people in the future will want to know. He keeps referencing the future over and over again. And he goes to talk to Gideon again in tonight's episode and whatever it is. And we see the yellow suit again in tonight's episode. And all of this is happening. So I don't know. Something about it. Was I wrong to think that if he ever was to just all of a sudden go, he would have been yellow? Cause I don't know. It was just so strange to me. And the fact that he could do that, but he can only do it sometimes. Yeah. Not again, not now, whatever he said. I'm wondering, too, like, in order to go back in time, is it possible that, like, it used so much, like, energy, whatever creates his, like, energy, that he, like, almost, like, used it up to get back here, and now he's, like, trapped back in time? And that's why he's using the, um, the trach... Yeah, and maybe that's why he like built the particle accelerator to like get enough energy back because he went back in time to now. I think we can agree on that, right? Right. Harrison Wells. Why would he create the particle accelerator? Well, or at least he has 
Oh, at least he has contact with the future. Right. Yeah, yeah, well, yes, that's a good point. But I'm just thinking, like, it's such a major, massive undertaking to create this particle accelerator. Right. You're not going to travel back in time to do that unless it's for a very specific that's reason. That's why he's right. gaining his strength back little by little. He's pacing himself. Yeah. And from the footage that we've seen or from the episodes that we've seen, we're led to believe that he created the particle accelerator and wanted it to malfunction so that it would create the flash. I just have to think that there's got to be a big, another reason, maybe a bigger reason. It just seems like a massive, like, undertaking and hassle to, for, like, to, to like, electrocute one person. You know, it's weird because we already saw him checking newspapers and we didn't see that in tonight's episode, but we've seen it before. Right. And he keeps making sure, like, whatever is going to happen in the future stays the same. So I'm with you, Jeff. I feel like there has to be a, a bigger plan that we're unaware of, many steps to get there yeah. instead of this one thing. I also think it's interesting that, like, for that one person, he... Um might have, like, changed the future, that one villain. I think it was the guy from high school who could, like, make himself metal. Mm-hmm. I remember his name at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gert. 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 Yeah, yeah. Gert. He, he checked the newspaper and said, oh, everything's changed, just one person, but we haven't, like, gone back and checked it yeah. to see, like, what else could have happened. Well, I bet he has. <laughs> off camera. They're just not trying. Yeah, off camera, totally. Tom's going back there every day. Right before he goes back to his sweet pad. Oh. All right, let's just talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so unfair. I mean, first of all, the me? kitchen, like, oh, my God, I just wanted to bake something. Is there. he so rich because of Star Labs? Or, I, I mean, mean, yeah, he's a renowned scientist. We talk about tonight's episode, Caitlin and Cisco say they are late because they've never been there. Right. right. Sketchy. Recurring themes of nobody actually knows him that well. Right. Um, which the fact is why that it's so pipe- modern, too, though. Sorry. <laughs> coming back from the past. I mean, you think that would look like the Brady Bunch home if he's coming from, like, another era. I'm just thinking, I can't. He's got great taste. This guy has definitely been here for a little while, long enough to get an interior designer and to get some beautiful <laughs> art. I mean, yeah. everything was brand new. That place yeah. was spick and span. But Someone's- I, I think that's why the Pied Piper is so fascinating, because the Piper knows him really well. Yeah. And it's like, what other secrets does he might know about Harrison Wells that we're going to still find out? Right. I didn't even believe when he says, I know your secret, and then Wells came out and said it. I was like, I don't even know if that's the one that he was talking about. It wasn't. Agree. 100% wasn't. What do you think it could have been then? Re- that, uh, reverse Flash. But how would he know I that? Know. I think that's too big for him to know, no, honestly. He, I, no, he knows could it. Could be about the wife? Could he know something about... Yes, oh, okay. Well, it could even be... So we know that... Well. Is it a spoiler if I'm giving, saying what's going to happen next week? Yeah, it's spoiler. Should we do it? <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Wait, how do you know what's going to happen next week? Spoiler well, I don't know if it's definitely next week, but I was spoiler reading. Um, I was going to save it for later, but it kind of relates to right now. Okay. But, um, I'm going to my ears. Just kidding. I don't know if it's next week, but we, we saw a little bit how uh, they are going to start looking for uh, Cisco and um, Joe. Are going to do a lot of investigating on the night that Barry's mom died. Cisco and so, Joe, Eddie. yes, not Eddie. No, no Cisco. 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 Oh, interesting. Um, huh. Yeah. So, um, why was I tying that into the now? I'm so lost. <laughs> what were we just saying that I was going to tie it in? In um, case it is sketchy, it connects to Harrison. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, it connects to Harrison, right? Because I think that Harrison knows he knows that Har- Harrison knows a lot more about that night as well. I, I think. wonder how Cisco and Joe are even going to pair up. Like, I feel like at this point, Joe doesn't even really know who Cisco is. I know. Yeah, no, I read it like four times because I'm like, wow, that's an like interesting he's, duo. He's been he's been there a couple of times, but that is interesting. Yeah. But speaking of Joe, Joe ain't buying it. What's going on right now? 
Joe and Eddie, they're looking at this. I mean, Eddie a little more because he's questioning Joe if they really want to do this, mm-hmm. if they really want to investigate. But Joe, since the coffee where he asked out Wells to go... To, why are you laughing Sorry. at me? When he asked out Wells... All right, I make everything <laughs> romantic when there is no romance involved at all. Pied Piper is the gay one. <laughs> you oh, never know. Also, sorry. I promise this has a through line. Has anybody seen the imitation game? Yes. Like Alan Turning? <laughs> yes. No. Were you not getting major Alan Turning flashbacks to the Pied Piper? He's a freaking genius. Yeah. He has horrible social skills. He's gay. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Uh, it's just like another like analogy. So maybe about, like, he's going to use Caitlyn as his beard, as his Kira Knightley. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, if you're smart and you like are like brilliant smart, it means that you're not going to be able to relate to anybody around you. Right. I, I guess that is true, but it doesn't mean you have to be evil because and and that's what's going on here. And that's right. what I was talking about before. Is he evil because his parents turned him away for coming out? Is he evil because he didn't have a job anymore? Is he evil because he thought that Wells really had his back? Is he evil because after the particle accelerator, uh, he's actually getting these really bad noises and it's made him go insane? Like, is it all of the above? Yeah. I feel like we don't know enough about his character yet, which is why I was liking seeing the flashbacks because there's still some holes that I'm sure that the show's going to fill in because this show is brilliant. That's a great point. Like, why is he doing this? Yes, he hates Harrison, but why not just, like, throw a rock at him? Right. Beforehand, right. he seemed a little like, as Cisco said, he was a jerk, and when he wasn't a jerk, he was a butt or whatever he said. Dick. He was a he dick. Is. And a butt. A butt. You're a butt. <laughs> but how different is he in the in the new fifty two to when he was with um Barry West? Uh, uh, Wally West? Wally West. Yeah, Wally West. Uh, yeah, Wally West, sorry. Yeah. Um but because he was part of like the, there was different it, it seemed like he did different things in each of those comics, like in the Who's he Pied Piper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um for I was reading a little bit about like just how he was you know, he was with the rogues, but he was working with like he was his his plans were a lot different in both of them. They were very extensive. So I'm just asking quickly if you know um, which one we would be looking at well, more. I would they kind of like, confuse uh, you, but oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, uh, I'd say he's closest to the the first version, not necessarily the New Fifty Two version. Mostly because New Fifty Two, if I remember correctly, he's uh, he's not even really a bad guy at this point, right? Um, but, but they're kind of saying that about him in this one too. That he really is trying. He's not killing. I mean, he he, could, he tried, but he's not actually killing. So well, which is why they're bringing no, him back. He, he was trying to kill, but the reason he didn't was to get inside of the Star Lab. Right. Do we know that for sure, though? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because then he tried to throw the nice crying Asian lady off of the bridge. Yes. So yeah, but did we not? Did he know that the Flash was going to save him? I'm just for no, some reason I, it's there. What I, I was just reading so many different things about how some people are saying that he's like he does not have any intent to kill, and like they might they actually he might not be as bad as we think he I, is. No, I think if they did not have if they wouldn't have like, used a satellite to trigger the satellite radio to like stop the whatever sound he would have yeah, killed he, the flash. Right, yeah. I yeah. agree with that, but what I will say to your point, what's really interesting is I find that on most of these shows now, um, and with the movies that they are going very new 52 and that was the whole point of rebooting and going with new 52 so i i would say that most of the time they are sticking with that version but it, right. if he's reformed in new 52 then i also think that they're not here. definitely like giving the free license from like dc and from marvel that like th- like obviously this is like inspiration you need to like follow like what is we dictate in the comics but like create your own like right, do your yeah. thing. Like plastique, you know, obviously. 
But I think that we're seeing like new character iterations. Yeah, that's true. And we're getting a lot of um, uh, what I liked. You just reminded me of is some crossover lines and throw references to the other show. Like uh, I know that Tari oh, and I yes. giggled tonight because at one point Well said, "I failed the city," which is so a line out of Oliver Queen's book, mm-hmm. like which was hysterical. Um, oh my kid's hysterical and then I'm not laughing it was hysterical <laughs> ha 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 it was great uh, Arrow reference so shout out to Arrow panel yeah. um, but I thought that was really cool and I think that it is cool that we are getting that they do have creative license to some extent but I don't want to see them wander too far of off of course not yeah. um, because it looks so hard in this industry you're going to piss somebody off no matter what oh absolutely there's so many diehard comic book fans and then there are so that don't want that want the spoilers and want know everything and then there's so many people who just like to watch us because it's a CW show and they love the CW or whatever it is so I feel like you kind of it's a win-win but it's also a lose-lose a little bit I know right this is a small moment but I actually really loved the um, Latin and the Spanish that they were like bringing in yeah oh yeah Uh, what do you think I felt like that had more significance than we've seen so far just to show his intelligence or what why did we bring it I mean it sounded great to me, it was just like a way for them to converse like, in front of the Flash, and it, it's like a very to me it was just like a very realistic way for that to happen. Like they both know Latin; they're both geniuses. Yeah, right. that was that was really cool. I, I mean, there's nothing worse than when you're in a room with somebody, oh, yeah. and they start to speak in gibberish, in sign language, whatever it is, like pig Latin, even whatever made up language they have or real language, and you're like, hello. I'm here. And (laughs) I felt like Caitlin was getting that frustration. Right. Because she loves him. Um, Can we just go back for a second to the New 52? Yeah. Um, They, um, some of the uh, CW people said tonight um, that they purposely made sure that he wasn't, that Pied Piper, uh, am I saying his name right? Pied Piper. Pied Piper. Um, That he didn't kill on purpose. They wanted to make sure that because they wanted him to be able to be redeemed and they booked him twice for another episode, so. Huh, that's interesting. They, they did not want him. They went through great lengths to make sure he did not kill. Well, it's also kind of like a Catwoman-esque <laughs> thing. Like, she's not a good person per se, but sometimes you got to work with her to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's an totally anti-hero be. kind of thing. Yeah. And like you were talking about with Plastique, you know, she was about to kill, but then she didn't end mm-hmm. up killing. Yeah. So maybe that's, they're showing like, as long as you don't, Get, get to that level. Yeah. And yeah. you don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with him. As as of now, I don't trust him. Yeah. As far yeah. as I can throw him. <laughs> or throw or his hear him. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least we know yeah. all of his motives now. I mean, like, we he's pretty much hasn't, like, hit a lot of things. I mean, he tried to kill people, as we, you know, you guys were saying. I mean, I thought, like, it could have been some type of, like, reverse psychology or something. But mm. I feel like if he is, I mean, it's not like Eddie where we're kind of a little more baffled by him. A little more, like, what are his motives? Because he's a little more... Right. He's hiding it a little more. That's true. I, I mean, we don't know. Bringing up Eddie, we know very little about Eddie. And Eddie was a very small part of tonight's episode, I felt like. Um, he was, which, yeah. which is weird because we heard about the moving in last week and whatever it was. But in tonight's episode, he really was a sidekick. Like, oh, it seemed like Joe was bossing around. Oh, why don't you go get, investigate this? And he's doing it. But I don't know. I just feel like he's. Uh, we're about to awaken a sleeping giant. He should be careful of Mr. Bridge, too. You never know. The, the, the new nanny of Iris. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, what? Yeah. The man. Uh, Mason Mr. Bridge. Mason Bridge. Oh, Mason yeah. Bridge. Mr. Bridge. Oh. Well, yeah. there were two bridges in yeah. this episode. <laughs> it's like, I don't nanny. Speaking like, oh, of well, bridges. Eddie should watch out. 
Who does he think he is? Chris Christie? Ha <laughs> 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 No, I actually, I got a good LOL off for that. Um, with Pied Piper. Thanks for the setup, bro. Stop stopping that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, oh, I really wanted that that to come out. Um, and, and thanks in the booth for our, our laughter. I love that. That was real that laughter. Was real oh, thank <laughs> wow. you to our, our live, live audience. audience. Thank you, guys. Yo, what up? Oh, speaking of which, while I'm talking to you guys, um, I just remembered that we opened up tonight with Pumped Up Kicks, and we are now... I think needing to broaden the horizon. We did it. We were opening with all hero songs. You guys were amazing. You were giving us amazing hero songs. And you can keep on doing that. Or just songs that you feel like fit for the flash and you want to see us open with. Why don't you guys, you can tweet them in. You can iTunes them in. You can YouTube them in. Uh, really, as I said, anywhere you want to find us. Anywhere. I don't know if you guys I'll noticed one of the you. comments from last week. But, uh, I forget who your name was. Wedding crash. But somebody, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, somebody pointed out that William Shatner loves the Flash and lives tweets it, mm-hmm. and it's probably the best commentary you'll ever hear besides our show. Thank you. <laughs> we should have him on. Oh, William Shatner. Be He'll be here next week. Don't worry. But um, it's quite entertaining. Uh, speaking of next week, we should be having a special guest for you guys. So I'm going to keep it as a little surprise, but you'll have to stay tuned to see who it is. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to quickly to wrap up this st- part of the storyline. I wanted to finish talking about <laughs> why are you guys giggling at me? Did I do something silly? I wanted to wrap oh, up we talking were, about we reverse like, flash a little bit. Um, <gasps> talking about reverse flash a little bit. So we do see at the end, he's talking to Gideon. I mean, where where do you guys think that this is going? Do you think that he is going to be able to recharge all of his batteries? I mean, I had to turn to you for this one, Tari, and you had to kind of explain to me. It was a blank look across my face like, (laughs) huh, help me, help me. So do you want to talk a little bit about what you felt like was going on here? Uh, Yes. So, um, okay, where where to start? I was I was saying that I feel like they're using the tachyons interchangeably with the speed force. This is the first time that they've actively name dropped the speed forces, which is what gives the Flash and all the other speedsters their ability to run. First time on the show, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, from what I understand, um, I mean, they stole uh, they uh, the Reverse Flash. Harrison stole the tachyon device in the Man in the Yellow Suit episode, and I'm assuming that he's using it to siphon the tachyon's speed force into his own body, um, and that is what gives him his ability, and that's partially why it's different from the Flashes, because the Flashes is inert, whereas he is kind of taking it externally, uh, and I think that's why we get the difference in the, the energy colors and everything. If that is the case, that he's getting it all externally, then I'm confused about this whole wheelchair lying thing. Was he never hurt? Was he never in a wheelchair? Did he somehow heal? Is this all covered? That he's saving his energy. That he's just preserving as much as he can. So, like, you know, just everything he can do to prevent, like... Even if it's just walking or or movie, maybe 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 it's about that. But he's like, oh, and it can also work as a cover up. I right. would say yes, but when we see him alone, he's walking. You know, when he's alone, yeah, he's never in the wheelchair. He's at work a lot, though. Think about how many hours he he saves. I guess mm-hmm. that's true. Um, I would assume that it's something to the effect of maybe when the particle accelerator exploded, he was hurt initially, and they thought that he was basically crippled forever. Paralyzed. But so to keep his cover, because we know that he heals faster than normal. Oh, yeah. So to keep his cover, he has to stay in this 
uh, wheelchair in order for the like match. But why does one. he I like that better? <laughs> That's why we have each other here. Why does he heal faster than normal, though? Because um, they all have, isn't it? Because they all have the same. Anybody that, um, like the Flash, there's certain people that. But that's what I'm saying. Inside, yeah. is it because of what's inside him, or is it because of what he's putting on him? Is he healing faster than normal him, because of something on the inside? So he does have special powers without this. I, I, I thought he did. Right. Well, I think so. like we don't know. We don't know. For sure. I mean, if he's the Reverse Flash that I think he is, um, then all of his power comes from like what I think they're making this, this tachyon device slash the the suit. Um, the Professor Zoom uh, reverse flash originally got his powers from an old flash suit that he put on and still had speed force energy. Mm. And so I think that's what they're trying to convert with him. Okay. Very cool. It's just all so interesting because there have been so many different versions and... Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. It, it really... It, it's, it's almost... Un- you cannot predict this because there's so many versions. Which but I read different. into everything we see. I'm like, oh, well, that definitely means this. Yeah, it's it, every and two then, seconds my mind changes. It's really hard. Yeah, also, like a lot of the other, like this is one of like the bigger comic books. The other, like on that level, they like, stick with like the same versions, like you know, comic book, comic book. You're not going to find like a Joker that's that different, you know, than other Jokers. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, we <laughs> not like magic power wise. Uh, I I feel like we've seen different variations of them, but I do get what you're saying because at, at least you're not going to find somebody that isn't um, Clark Kent, who's you know yeah. like we have so many different versions of the Flash in general that they're and if like, that's what you mean. of like this like well known of character like it's the only one that can time travel I believe or is am I wrong on that? Um, they all kind of time travel. Can they? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then maybe like alone. <laughs> Give them something. Throw them a bone here. I personally like that they can sort because it's like decades worth of material and to keep the 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 show fresh for people who are new and old. You can go, here's a piece of this, and here's a piece of that. We're going to make an amalgamation, and this is this character, and you're going to love him. I mean, it's the same It's the same reason why they're bringing in Wally West's love to be Barry's love interest. It's kind of like, we're, we can do whatever we want as long as it's within the Flash universe. Yeah. But like I was saying, I think that that alienates some people, but you win some, you lose some, you know? Like, how are you going to choose? There's a lot of people that would, are pissed right now that we're talking about in YouTube comments being like, how are you going to bring in Wally West's girl? This is so messed up, you know? Yeah. And I get what they're saying. When, if, you, if you ship somebody, then you ship <laughs> yeah. them, and you don't want them with somebody else. But that's what I'm loving about the show. I think that like you know I have a lot of questions Jeff, Jeff has a lot of questions you guys all have we all have questions and we're all at different levels of knowing comic books and this is a TV show you're supposed to be able to just turn a TV show on and enjoy it mm-hmm. which is what I'm doing with this show even though I have all these questions yeah no matter what level we each are at with our knowledge. I wish there was a Flash class, like, in school. I know, I want to take his mat, like, what superhero do I have to be to go like this and then absorb your powers? Yeah. Also, the, the other, it, what is it? Is that a real thing? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I made it up. Rogue from X-Men does that. Uh, she uh, does that, too, I yeah. Thought, I thought I made it up. Um, I Also, I since we covered so many shows here, facts. today, for some reason, when I was watching this, I thought... That when Barry saw somebody hurt, I was like, "Oh, give him your blood!" And then I was like, "Oh, that's Vampire that's Diaries. Right. <laughs> oh, that's that's not what they do." Yeah, that's fine. Um, anyway, so Same moving network. on. All right, we got that whole storyline and everything with Pied Piper, and then there was something completely going on on the other side of Central City, and that's the newspaper. 
So, Iris, as in the weirdest way possible, I'm sorry, guys. I don't. This was my the only part of the episode that I really couldn't A lot really of people noticed it. Iris gets hired working as a reporter at the newspaper. Now, how did she get hired? Oh, she got a phone call. She got a phone call. And Joe says, Iris, you got a phone call from the newspaper. I left you the number on the fridge. She goes, why why don't you tell me sooner? Oh, that wasn't me making fun of her. That's just like my (laughs) voice for any other person. Why didn't you tell me sooner? And he's like, oh, well, sorry, I'm telling you now. So she like runs out of the room and in a flash runs back in and is like, I've been hired and they love my stories and da 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 in what world did you just make a phone call? I right? mean, the only thing that just clicked in my head was what if she already knew and she didn't know, she like didn't want to, she didn't know how to tell them maybe. I mean, it just makes, it, it, it there's, I'm trying to make sense of the situation because there's, I don't want to think to myself that some parts of this could be fake, but that <laughs> seems very fake. Like how do you, how, you can't even dial a number that fast. Maybe. And how, maybe. Uh, it, Took her. T- it took her to like a direct line that as soon as it answers, it goes. If you're receiving this phone number, you <laughs> now have a job. See you on Monday. That'd be great, right? <laughs> but you couldn't even have dialed all the numbers in it. Once you dial, you have to wait for the ringtone. It's got to ring a few times. Not in this magic land. No, or yeah. don't say it was that. just it's like brilliant. a flaw in the script. And I, I want to be clear that we're not like looking for flaws. We're not like trying to like be nitpicky, but just stood out as like bizarre. It was I, bizarre. I completely agree. I was, you know, searching my brain for something possibly. I think it was a flaw. And the easiest, I don't think they overlook anything though. Here's why I think it was a flaw. The easiest way you could have fixed this was I think there was a message on the machine for you. And she could have played the message in that amount of time. She would have heard it by then. Yeah, but maybe he was like, I think there's a message on the machine for you or something, you know? Like anything. You could have done anything, but they didn't. And it was truly bizarre. But whatever, let's get past it. Sure. Let's get past (laughs) it. So fine. I'm cool with that. Get over it. She ends up working there. And surprise, surprise, they wanted her because she writes a blog about The Flash and they thought she could write about The Flash. And she seems really upset with this. Uh, honey, why are you so upset? You get to still write The Flash. Yeah, I, I know. Pay your dues, honey. <laughs> She's not friends with The Flash anymore. Yeah. She hates that guy. Well, I don't know, though. I think that this is silly. Like, what did you think? That they wanted you to write about world peace? Like, yeah. I don't understand. That's not what your writing samples were. So I thought that this was weird. I love the scene where uh, we had Wells ask her the question or ask her to ask him a question. Mm -hmm. That was really cool and kick butt. And I'm excited to see her work on the newspaper. Any thoughts on her working there? No. I I thought it was interesting that, you know, uh, her boss said, like, do you have any news on The Flash? And she, like, kind of, you know, she looked down a little bit and she's like, well... Because she's in love? Well, yeah. And I also think it was, like, I think she may have thought for a second that she got hired for more than just the reason that she writes for The Flash. Maybe she thought she was, it was actually just... I just think that she was recognized and everything because of that. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that disappointment in her face was because she was like, oh, well, I can write about other things, too, if you wanted me to. Just, it was a weird, it was a weird response in her face. Yeah, right. it definitely was. She was she was upset. She was bummed. She wanted to write about the woman's shelter or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what you were hired to do. She's always excited about writing for uh, for The Flash. So it was just interesting that she actually wants to kind of branch She's out. She's sad about him. Yeah. Because she loves him and he hurt her. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's move on to a little bit of news and gossip. Brought to you by Miss Ashley Daniels. All righty. So, um... 
InsideTV.ew.com. I'm getting this. Uh, I was just posted. Um, when will we find out what Harrison Wells and um, what's Harrison Wells' endgame? The endgame will happen this season. These might be spoilers, by the way. Spoiler alert, too. Um, Wells has a definitive plan. When you look back, you'll see he has a definitive reason for doing all the things he has done throughout the season. Uh, we think it makes sense. Hopefully, you all will, too. So we're going to find that all out very soon. Um, and why why did they reveal it? Because we talked about last week that they revealed that he is the reverse Flash so quickly. Um, and they said, with Arrow, we learned not to jerk the audience around too much. Sometimes people withhold secrets at their, per- at their peril. We felt like if we, didn't, if we hadn't revealed it, then it wouldn't have been a satisfaction satisfying conclusion to those first nine episodes. That is very funny. <laughs> that It's like, arrows are test run. Yeah, right? The only debate we had amongst ourselves is how long will the audience accept knowing that he's the villain while having the rest of our characters not know, which is something we've been dealing with for the back half of the season. Right. So just interesting. Oh, back half of the season. That sounds like maybe they will know at some point in the next ten episodes. Yep. Hmm. It's really cool. It's- uh, yeah, and then, and then um, you know, um, Pied Piper will be back um, for another episode. Uh, he's booked for two so far, and uh, let's see. Great. Yeah. What's What's next with the Speed Force? Do we want to know anything about that? Because I have that too. Um, tweet, will you tweet out this link? Yeah, because there's a lot. Amazing, amazing. Yeah, cool. people can find out all about that. And let's hit yeah. with the predictions. And now you're after Buzz TV predictions. All right, we're getting some love. We're getting some love. It's a really good Next article. week, looks like there's going to be a date. I'm a little jealous, but I'm okay with it. Uh, what are you guys thinking? I mean, we saw uh, kind of scandalous what we saw, actually. We haven't seen Barry in such a compromised position before. Huh? Mm. No, that's what I get from you guys. I <laughs> giggle it up. That's Sorry, true. I was just remembering it. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Uh, what do you guys have in terms of predictions for next week? Predictions-wise, I don't have anything specific, but I'm excited to see what Joe West and Eddie dig up on Harrison Wells. If it's like anything legitimate, or if it's kind of like a carefully conceived like CIA like cover-up identity. You know, like crossing T's and dotting I's. How long do you think this investigation is going to go on? An episode? A few episodes? Mm. I think we're going to find out little hints here and there. Yeah. Until maybe like they're the ones that like drag Boston. him out. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. Ash, predictions? Um, I think that we're going to kind of be the audience seeing like Joe finally, because Joe, we've seen Joe just be so, you know, he's he's always kind of wondered about um, Harrison. So I think we're going to see him discover a lot more. And I don't know if Cisco's going to catch on as quickly, but I feel like Joe is already, you know, he's already so, um, involved. so, so uh, involved in it. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I'm, I'm really interested to see what Joe's reaction is going to be when he does find out whatever he's going to find out. Tara, what you got? Um, piggybacking, uh, I think that, uh, the Pied Piper will help them find Firestorm, and in the midst, he will drop some kind of big secret about Harrison, which is what will be the catalyst for Cisco getting involved in the investigation of him. So, we have to talk a little bit about that. I mean, Firestorm, they're, they're gonna have to bring him out. It's gonna be crazy to have Pied Piper, maybe, uh, they don't know whether Wells isn't gonna want him to come out, but obviously Caitlin is. There's gonna be some drama there. Um, most of what we saw on scenes from next week was the love interest, but I also, we talked about a few weeks ago as a little spoiler alert again, uh, that we are gonna see more about what's going on in Iron Heights and there might be a potential breakout. Um, so I think we'll 
will be seeing that next week. And other than that, if they want to hear more of your predictions or just talk to you about the episode throughout the week, where can they find you? Starting with you, Tari. You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Twitter at Ashley Daniels. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. And you can find me at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzz TV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzz TV, iTunes, SoundCloud, everywhere you want to find us, you absolutely can. Uh, and of course, as always, it's really, really important to us that you rate, comment, and subscribe. It means everything. Leave a comment. We always write back to you guys uh, or answer. And listen... I want to know what songs you want us to open up with, and I want to hear everything you have to say about the episode. So please, please, please write to us. Goodbye from Mr. Fresh. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.